it really has to be that way because otherwise we couldn't use the word entanglement. Entanglement refers to an aspect of ourselves, our emotions or our thoughts or our feelings that are bound to somebody else, to something else, and they're stuck there somehow. You know, like a piece of string that's gotten tied to some other something else or some other piece of strings and it's gotten so woven up inside that it's very difficult to separate it out. Mm-hmm. That's in that's you know that's entanglement. And entanglement causes pain. It causes uneasiness, it causes distress. Does it not? What do you say? trying to grab exactly how well don't worry about the how right now can you see that it actually does cause distress yeah right so let's look at a couple of examples Uh, if you are in a line at the grocery store and there's a lot of big lines there you know sometimes that happens so you're in the line as soon as you see the line and you have to wait there it's like oh my god you know I don't want to wait here like this. I got to get going. I got this. I... Immediately we're entangled. Immediately we're stuck. Right, right. Just by that, that thought only. As opposed to saying, okay, this line is there. I've got 10 things to do today. All right. But right now, I'm, I'm here. I'm just, just okay with myself. Right. You know, that's very easy to say. But the disturbance that happens inside is because our mind is entangled in its own processes, in its own thoughts. Thinking the way that line is perceived. Oh my God! I don't want to wait in this line. Why is it taking so long? Why the store is not hiring and hiring people? Twenty thoughts come in about ten seconds. Mm-hmm. You know, I got two things to do. Where's my car? And then they start looking at the time. And within less than thirty seconds, twenty, thirty thoughts have come that have autom- right there and then disturbed one's core energy right away. Mm-hmm. Isn't it so? I think I used an example on Thursday nights once. Yes. But I was, but I was in the line and I was patient. Yes, exactly. So I didn't get entangled. Yes, exactly. That's and I was impressed with my actions. Exactly, it is impressive. That's not a, that's <laughs> that is not an egotistical statement. It's impressive because it is not yeah. something we are used to living in that way. We don't know how to live that way. And more so today. More so today, you know, so, so the word entanglement has broad ramifications, you know, uh, and in what you're, you, you have been talking about with your daughter and all, that has ramifications in terms of relationships, that the relationship doesn't have to be entangled. How does that help anybody? In fact, love, right. affection, respect, good feelings, good wishes, that's, it, that's enough. Now, if you want something back from the other person, there's an expectation, and that expectation causes entanglement. See, the expectation is generated from the ego, from the me, that says, I want this from this person, because I've done so much, I want something in return. And and that seems to be like our status quo, that's how we function. But there is a way to function apart from that, in a different way where we perform our duties and activities, even though we may have expectations, if, if the expectations are there, but, the, but if the expectation is not met, or just partially met, partially met, you are not disturbed at all. That's where 
personal excellence really occurs. We cannot live in life without expectation. Isn't it so? We have, we have expectations. But the problem isn't expectations so much as the feelings that happen that occur when those expectations are not met. Right. Isn't it so? So, that's, so that's then, what you have to try to deal with. Yes, so what do you do in that situation? So when, you, when, you, when there's an expectation, notice what happens that you want something to happen. But as soon as you want something to happen, you said, all right, I want it to happen. I'm doing what I can. I've taken my steps. If it happens or not, I'm steady. I don't delay my happiness or my stability. I'm not trying to find joy by somebody fulfilling my expectations. If they fulfill it, okay. If they don't fulfill it, God's will. Let it go. You know, because then we don't have control over the other person. We don't have we don't have control over anything really, you know. So as a result of that, why be stuck with with uh, with what other people are thinking or, or doing? We just keep attention on, on ourselves. Does that, I don't know what you want to say about this. I mean, it might make sense, but maybe I'm not saying it clearly enough. I'm, I don't know. No, it does. It does. I realize that. Yes, and, and when you re- maybe it's maybe it's accepting it. Yes, it's not like a flick of a switch that somebody realizes this. This is to be thought over about, complimented, really looked into carefully. Because when a situation happens, we have to work on ourselves more than anybody else. You know, you have to ask yourself, what is my next best step? What, what is my way to change the perception? And what kind of interaction should I have with that person? So in, every interaction is different. It's situation specific. Uh, and it doesn't mean you don't love the person or you don't care about it. No, you do. There's you do all of that, but you're not entangled. That's the key. You're not stuck inside that place. Your freedom is always available to you. Yeah. You know. So. But that's but that's what we're trying to do is alter alter that. Um, yes. Manipulation. <laughs> yes. Yes. Now, now. The, so the next p- point is, how do we alter this? How do we actually change this? First, we must recognize what's actually happening. If there is a strong emotion, like a negative emotion, or a strong, you know, feeling, like or even being upset with someone, all that, you know, that is happening because, because. We are not completely comfortable in our own skin. If we are completely okay and stable and steady from within, whatever may be happening outside, it doesn't penetrate on the inside. Now, the next question is how do we come to such a state of inner development? It's like a shield of awareness. You know, I, I, like, to, I, I like to think of awareness as a shield because it's a protection from all kinds of external disturbances and issues and difficulties and problems and sufferings from coming inside your space. You're, although you're seeing it, you're seeing everything, but, you, but it's not coming inside of you. You're seeing it, you're seeing it for what it is, you're interacting with it to some extent, and then leaving it alone. 
you know, it doesn't penet- it doesn't penetrate inside your mind. What do you say about this point? Let's go into this a little bit more carefully. Let's just see. I want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> does it make sense what I'm saying? It does. It does. Okay, so you explain it to me now. You explain what you understood from this. What, what what is it that I'm trying to trying to express to you? Don't worry about how to do it. Just what is it that you understood from this? Well, you have to know what's going on. Yes. You have to you have to manipulate or you have to use. I don't know if it's your thoughts. Use more of your thoughts and not use so much emotion. Uh, need to get it away from the entanglement. It's it's just a new way of thinking. It's it's a new way of interacting, actually. Right. It, it's right. a totally different way of living and interacting with everybody. Right. Because there is a clear vision that each person is living in their own world. Right. You are interacting with them, but you are interacting in such a way that never damages your internal power. That's our goal. And to do that even for five minutes with somebody is a big thing. Because when we're in a conversation with someone, their thoughts impact us directly. They, because their thoughts, are, we're going to hear them. But that impact is what we're interested in. Even though their thoughts are there, you are not, lo- not losing sight of your thinking and your vision and your energy. Your attention is always on your development. Mm-hmm. And when your attention is always within you, you are still paying attention to outside and listening and all of that. And then, but, but because your attention is on never damaging your power, your response will be done mindfully without damaging that power. And, and, they, and that external difficulty well, uh, the, 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 the external environment, whatever it's giving you, you do not, you, you, that, uh, you, you keep that shield intact so that, that that difficulty, that problem, you're aware of it, but you're not bringing it inside. You know, it's you like... Put it, you put it very well. <laughs> so, I have a stylus in my hand. I can use the stylus. It's a, my, mm-hmm. So my mind is like a stylus. I'm using it. I, I, it has a certain potentiality. I can I can use it. It's a tool. That's all. Mm-hmm. You know, but but this tool is just that I'm using the tool. So I'm using my mind to interact with others. I'm using my mind to, you know, to to create text messages and and and, and what I mean, I'm using the stylus to create text messages. But I'm not the stylus. I'm also not the message. Who I am is independent of all of that. And because I'm independent of all of it, I have to discover who I am. But at the same time, I don't get, I don't make the, make the mistake that I am the stylus and put it in my mouth and eat it or something. You know, I don't make that mistake. So there's, all, there, there's a, like a biological sense that 
things that I should not put inside my mouth, things I should not interact with for my own safety. We have that, you know, but we don't have that psychologically. We have it more biologically. You know, we don't eat stale food or, you know, poisoned food or, or rotten, you know, drinks. We are aware that this is something bad. But, 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 but we put inside our mind rotting material from the outside. And we don't even know that we're doing that. Like watching violent scenes, all different stories of different kinds being played out that we watch. And, and then those stories color our mind. They, they come inside. Now, obviously, we cannot live in isolation, but to, to kind of discriminate between what should be put inside the mind and what should not be put inside is a big thing. That's a big thing. And then once you decide to, to interact in a certain way, it's your reflection on that that makes even more difference. Your reflection on what has been inputted can change the impact within you of what has been inputted. So, for example, if I watch, I mean, let's just say, I, let's just say I watch a particular documentary, all right, uh, on PBS. I, let's say a documentary on uh, on World War Two, just as an example. We have seen all those kinds of documentaries. So when I watch that, there's going to be some scenes of guns and planes and, and people killed, and you know, there's talks about, about it's a war, right? But I want to study it. I'm deliberately watching it because I want to study about about that and I want to gain a perspective so I can mindfully with a shield of awareness watch that I can mindfully with a shield of awareness watch so so I do have a memory of what I've watched but but then but then I take a moment to hit pause once in a while and reflect upon it in my own way to differentiate it in that that this is about human nature this is human conflict what are my thoughts about it and keep that agitation disturbance whatever I don't want away from me even though I, I I know it I'm not internalizing it so I differentiate it within myself by reflecting upon it so you know for example if you're watching a documentary one of the th- ways to do that is to watch maybe 10 minutes of it hit pause take some steady breaths and see what's going on within see the change in the breath and emotions you know, so wait a minute hold on a second let me reset myself here and from here what do I want to keep inside me I'm, I'm aware of what, what happened. What better vision do I have of all of this? Mm-hmm. So that becomes a, an exercise to do to conserve your inner power on a day-to-day basis. The conservation of personal power is needed in everything we do. In your case, it might be the, you know, your interaction with your daughter. Or like in my case, is watching certain documentaries or certain, certain research materials or stuff that I'm working on uh, you know, that interests me, let's say. But I also am aware of the things that I don't want want to watch, which are either a waste of time or they have so much agitation within that I don't want to even watch it because because by watching it, that agitate you know my mind begins to feel that agitation. Like the news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a prime example. News is a tremendous example. You know, so actually you can probably get most of the news in about three or four minutes. Just it's a summary. You don't need to watch seven eight hours of news, but some people are watching the same thing again and again and again. And they're just, you know, in that same cycle. You know, so, so, so that understanding for oneself, what to input into the mind. This is a big discussion. And someday, at some point, I'll do some presentations on it to explain it further. But my, my point is simply that 
we want to create deliberately a shield of awareness, which doesn't mean one is being isolated. Mm-hmm. That's not what that means. A shield of awareness is interactive. Yeah. But it's interactive with the shield in place. Mm-hmm. Right? So, so now let's talk about creating the shield of awareness in, in relation to the word expectation. Yeah, that's what I feel like I need to do. Right? That's what it is. So when expectation comes about... You know, go ahead. the awareness. The awareness. Yes, you're aware of another person's state of mind, like your daughter, for example. You're aware of her state of mind, her thinking. Okay. Mm-hmm. Our, you know, we are trying to change the other person many times. And, and we may <coughs> encourage the other person <coughs> in, a, in a certain way. But if the other being, indi- being a light of some sort can yes. help the aura. Yes, yes, exactly. Right? Before that's you, what you've yes, mentioned. Yeah, yes, also. yes, exactly. So before and you that's can, another thought. Finish what you th- That's correct. No, that's 100% right. For you to touch your daughter, it's not through the ego or through your individualized mental mixed state. It is through the clarity the, the clarity and love and affection and and clear vision of nature of entanglement nature of her of her own um, type of life you have everything in mind so whatever you speak is spoken in a limited way only for her benefit and for your benefit mm-hmm. it's not spoken in a way that causes energetic damage or energy damage. The key is energy. Everything has to do with energy. You know, and if energy is damaged, that is going to, that is detected. We can, we know that. We feel it actually in our, in our body. We feel it in our heart. We feel it in our heart rate. We feel it in our breathing. We feel it in our, in, in our thinking. We feel it across the board when energy is damaged out of fear, out of expect, out of unfulfilled expectation, out of, different desires that are just running amok. There is so much energy flowing through our system. And Mm -hmm. to recognize that we do not want to damage it at all is the biggest blessing somebody can give to Mm themselves. Right? I mean, that might sound very nice. But Sachin is saying here, well, that all sounds beautiful. That sounds very good. But that's not, how do I do that? How, you know, because the way our life functions, we are not anywhere near this state. You know, so, so to come into this state, we begin with where we are and we make steady progress. So like in your case, very practically, you got your calendar set up. You got better time management. You've got things scheduled properly. You know, you are, you realize how to be more mindful. You're, you're trying to do that. You re, you're understanding now the nature of expectation. It's very good. Because our goal is to move towards enlightenment or personal excellence. You know, To move towards that state, this actual unblocking of all of this stuff has to happen. You know, So expectation is there, but leave it alone. Expectation comes if it doesn't get fulfilled. It, you are okay with yourself. Even though you may not be okay with what the other person did or the situation, they say, I'm not okay with that, but, I, but I'm not going to be disturbed because of that. I mean, take an example, this presidential debate as an example, right? Biden and Trump and all that, and these VP debates that have been talked about a lot as an example. 
people have gotten so angry, so upset, so flustered. They, what they have done is they've damaged themselves. You, whoever you may agree with. You may agree, you may disagree, you may have debates about it. But why do you want to damage yourself or somebody else for that reason? Why can't you just have a respectful conversation about what the differences are, what, the, what you like, what you don't like? But to get emotionally worked up is, is just incredible. You know, who are you damaging? Like, if I get emotionally worked, worked up at Trump or at Biden or, or anybody for that matter, who I don't like, how is that person affected by my getting emotionally worked up? That person doesn't even know me. You know, all I'm, all, the only person that is affected is me, not, not somebody else. So when, I, so when my attention is on my energetic development, I have to recognize where my, energetic, my, where my energies are being torn and wasted. And, and, and then you'll see what happens when, when a person it, it gets, quote, energized with regards to, like this election, people have so many different opinions, they're motivated and they have passion. You can have all that. But is, there, is any of that causing personal damage? That's a question for each per, each person to answer. I mean, for example, like if I was to ask you, when you were feeling, you know, like your daughter should be more appreciative and all that, and she hasn't been, how did that feel inside? You don't feel appreciated. You don't feel loved. That's true. So what's that feeling like? I didn't. I didn't feel. Right. Right. So what's that? Can you describe that feeling inside? Was it a very joyous feeling? But what? Sad, angry. S- sad, angry. So in the, the go further in sad, in that frustration, in that anger. What was the experience in that? The experience of that w- was that experience using energy. Sure. Was it was using energy? Your anger was using certain amount of energy, wasn't it? Okay. Did, bringing bad thoughts. Yes. Yes. Right. Exactly. No. So all of that energy is now getting twisted and turned through anger. Because that emotion of anger does, cannot happen without energy. Anger has a lot of energy in it. In fact, it has a tremendous amount of energy. So anger, frustration, dislike. So that directly comes about, it concentrates this core energy. And then that, and then that emotion comes up, which is actually energy funneled and concentrated into that emotion. And that's where we are stuck it's like a block inside that's what we don't want we don't want that that energy to be blocked there that's the point now i do have a question please ask anything because like what we're talking about what is the difference between say more of the outside world, your friends, yes. workers, whatever. Yes. There's a different sense of feeling between them and your family members. Yes, and yes. You, you, why are you less tolerable <laughs> of your family members? Well, th- th- there's many answers to that. Um, <laughs> but the biggest answer is that we have a sense that we are very much interconnected together, that my mother, my father is like part of me. So, so I want her to do what, what I want her to do. You know, there, there's so much more of a sense of internal connection psychologically, because our sense of who I am is very much 
interlinked with our family members because we're brought up by them. We're brought up with them, particularly our parents. You know, so because we're brought up by them, brought up by them, we, their emotions and our emotions are all intermixed. They're like, they're intertwined, actually. And one of the most difficult things to do is to untangle that and, and bring about pure love. Because that entanglement, in my opinion, is not love. That is very much a, a, a ego-driven attachment that masquerades as love. That's, that, that, is, that, is, that is the illusion of love. It's a true illusion. It looks like pure love, and it's not. Because pure love could not be restricted to a few people. Pure love is, is it has to be universal. Like Jesus' love is universal. He cannot simply say, I'm just loving just a few uh, hundred people. It just cannot be the case. Uh, then, and if that was the case, he would not be Jesus Christ. That's that's the difference between us and him. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the that's the difference, you know. So 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 to come out of that highly bonded state, which is masquerading as love, and to stay in a state of affection, respect good duty and to expand out of that and expand love further where one does not consider simply the four or five people as my family although one functionally does yes like in interactionally yes but the vision expands to a level where the whole world is seen as interlinked and interconnected as my as my family and that's just a change in vision that doesn't mean one doesn't have specific kinds of attachments towards parents they're there but if the vision really becomes that broad then the whole humanity starts to live within oneself you know so so then the brain changes radically the brain itself is no longer stuck inside any attachment patterns there's just love flowing towards your parents towards your animals towards your pets and functionally yeah you have the duties are you know, if you have your parents, you're going to do your duties towards your parents. You're, going to, you're not going to be able to serve every single person like that. But internally, you are seeing each person in the same way because of love. It's not that you are seeing. Love is seen through you, not you are seeing through love. It's a very different matter. It's like, it's like in the, from a biblical point of view, when Jesus is saying, God and I are one, you know, so essentially, that's one way to think about it. God is seeing through Jesus, talking through Jesus, walking through Jesus. This is the idea. That's the oneness. So when, that oneness is where Jesus as an individual human personality is not what he's talking about. He's talking about the divine being present. So when, when Debbie is Debbie just Debbie only and with her family and friends and our mental psychological states, all these mixtures and interactions and attachments, all those things are there. But when the divine love, that pure love is, is functioning through the mind of Debbie, that's a whole different ballgame. That's where that intelligence functions, not you. Nor can you grasp that also. it You're allowing that to function, resonating with it. And when it functions... When you look at somebody, or when the looking happens through that, it changes the individual 
you're not you're not seeing it, it, it's 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 essentially that divine power looking at the same divine power in another person <laughs> see you never know what you're going to talk to me about when you start it's very, <laughs> it's very very interesting stuff yeah it's endless it's endless, you know, and that's the glory of this kind of exploration where where we want to move into ecstatic joy. And life becomes ecstatic when we are, our families are balanced. See, I'll put it this way. You take your current family right now, your parents and your daughter and your husband, whoever is with you, if if you allow the divinity to flow through you, then then they're, they are going to be touched by that divinity. Not you are trying to touch their divinity. It's it's a different concept, but it, I think it works. Well, I mean, from a religious point of view, <laughs> from a religious point of view, it should. We right. say it all the time in religious point of view. You know, thy will be done, thy kingdom come, as it is in heaven, as on earth. So if you really, if a person allows that to happen, then, then the mind is contemplating on the divine, on the divine emotion, as opposed to the limited human emotion. The limited human emotion also has its source, only one source. It doesn't have any other source. But it's, 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 con, it's gotten confabulated with our ego, mixed with our attachments. And because of that, we suffer and other people suffer too. You know, but... I would also say it may be possible to have good attachments and good feelings, but when the but if there's any conflict inside, that means that 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 there is a contaminant. That means that the ego has produced a contaminant mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the relationship. The presence of anger, frustration, negative thinking. This is a production of contamination. Yeah. You know, so our own mind generates this poisonous stuff inside of us. Think about that. Think about how powerful our mind is that it can generate these poisonous states. In our own mind, if it is going to resonate with higher consciousness and with much more opening of energy and opening of positivity, then our own mind will become the source or, or, or become the cause of its own internal freedom. See? Yeah. How tremendous that is. How beautiful that is. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and that doesn't mean one is not, one is rejecting the material world or rejecting the family. On the contrary, the relationship with the family becomes so beautiful because of that. Mm-hmm. Because you are resonating with beauty. I don't know what you want to say about all this thing. <laughs> well, I do feel that at times. Yes. Um, maybe even in past years. Yes, sure. Um, you know, sometimes it all goes awry, yes, most of the time. That's because we are in an unripened state. When it goes awry, and you said it correctly, that's exactly what happens. That's yeah, because we you, are... You, you could be miserable. Yes, because because we are not... We, we have not reached that level of development yet. It, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's the difference between an unripened mango and a ripened mango. What's the difference? 
An unripened mango is green, and if you try to bite bite out of that, it's not going to be sweet at all. It's going to be it's going to be very sour. But if that unripened mango stays connected on the vine and allows for the nourishment to happen, which is what we're trying to do, you and I are both unripened mangoes. We are trying to ripen ourselves further, but we have to stay connected in this process of exploration. And if we do that, we will ripen further. This is the hope, at least. So when the, if you think about a fully ripened mango, it's fully sweet. There's no sourness in it. It's so luscious, so delicious, you know. And and then eventually it it will break off from the from the vine, or you can easily easily pull it off. Because it's ready to be pulled off from the vine and then ready to be consumed. In the same way, when we reach full ripening, the pulling off from from the vine is what. That yeah, so all of this 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 level of conversation, we wouldn't even have this level. We will be having a different type of conversation. That that, that conversation is something we are not ready to have yet. That conversation is about basking in divine joy. That is where the great scriptures and uh, of the world. That is where the great devotional states, higher consciousness states, come about. So that's a that's a different matter. That that will come later on. But this has to be has to be ripened first. Without the ripening, how how this will happen? And and if you pull the unripened mango away from the from the tree, you know, break it off from the vine, that's not going to ripen. It'll just be like that. Similarly, this process that we're engaging in is the ripening process of personal excellence. And 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 as the ripening happens, then this process ends, and and a new enjoyment begins. That we go into that later later on sometime. <laughs> that is called divine joy. That is a higher. It's very, very high level. So that's high level in the sense that that is that is where where one is rolling in ecstasy and joy, and then and and contemplating the high esoteric divine truths that are present in the great scriptures and traditions of the world. You know, but for that to happen in real sense, we have to reach the ripening process. We have to go through ripening. See, this is the problem, in my opinion. In my perspective, in the with the masses of people who are in the various religious traditions, but they are not ripened. The religious traditions are there to ripen them, but they don't know how to ripen themselves. That's the problem. Otherwise, you know, why is it that millions of people have not reached enlightenment by by the great traditions of the world? Why is that? Well, I think we've discussed before. It's it's almost easier to just throw it out there. Yes easier to throw it away you know let it be foul exactly it takes more it, it takes each person to take yeah. responsibility for themselves and, and how to develop despite difficulties despite whatever may be coming and going mm-hmm. and, and, and unless we can do that ourselves we will not be able to change humanity significantly you know and, and actually we don't even have to worry about changing humanity because it's only about transforming ourselves and whoever we interact with that those people will be uplifted that way mm-hmm. you know so that's how that it's like a chain reaction it's like a lit candle it doesn't have to worry about how to light the other candles mm-hmm. as long as it's lit all it needs to do is that all it needs to happen is that the touch has to happen between the unlit candle and that it's not that the lit candle is lighting the other candle. The lit candle is simply activating what is dormant in the other candle by its touch. You see? 
and 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 that lit candle is not also trying to light another candle it's not even that the uh, only other candle can be lit if it wants to touch if it wants to wants that that shining to occur if it wants that that luminosity to occur See that's why you and I are having this conversation because we want both want the same thing. We want we want our luminous self to grow. If we didn't want that, we wouldn't have this conversation, you know. And, and that's why Devices program, it's not a traditional treatment or counseling program in that sense because treatment, counseling, psychotherapy, that's all about fixing a lot of clinical damage. That can also be done in this. It's not that that cannot be done, and and that happens. It can happen sometimes very quickly. But. Then what? Even if depression disappears and anxiety disappears, okay, what's next? And then, and then, how to prevent those things from coming up again anyway? You know, so, 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 so the point is that actual progression further is an internal, personal progression where energy damage is stopped, energy wastage is stopped, and and all negativity comes to an end permanently. Is that possible? Maybe we don't know. We have to find out, you know. But even if it's possible for some extended periods of time, that will be very useful for us. That will benefit us. Mm-hmm. I don't know what what other thoughts you have about any of this thing. Well, I know you can feel like sometimes at the end of the day, ah, this was a good day. Yes, exactly. That's the, that's your barometer at the end of the day. How do you feel inside? So I know it can be done. Yes, it can be done, definitely. It can, well, it can and it should be done. Yes. If I want it to. Yeah, yes, exactly. If you if want I it to. to. I guess it's easy. It just seems easy to let it go. To take what you're helping us learn and you could just dismiss it and it's it, it, i just have to learn to keep it yeah keep yeah hold, yes keep yes. the awareness yes yes so for example if someone was to give you give you a diamond that is a million dollar diamond you know you must recognize it for what it is it, if you do not have the ability to recognize it as a million dollar diamond or see its value like a, like a one-year-old child, if you give a one-year-old child a million dollar diamond, that person is, might just, he'll just take it and throw it out and, and, and might, might even put it in the mouth even. You know, if you give a piece of chocolate, he'll give you the million dollar diamond back. Everything we're talking about, every idea is like the million dollar diamond. Each idea is a million dollar diamond. Each one. And not because I'm saying that it is. It, it is so because there, simply because that will be a realization that that's what it is. To even know what it is, one would have to apply that and, and practice this and find out for oneself what it is. Mm-hmm. Then you'll find out what is the power of every single idea. Just the idea of stopping the energy wastage. It's like a million dollar diamond. It's a powerful idea, very powerful. As an idea, it's powerful. What happens if it actually happens? Then, then what? Wow. That's something totally, it's a different stage. All, you, you immediately jump from one level to another. Mm-hmm. When all energy wasted stops for Debbie or for Sachin, we mm-hmm. literally go from one dimension to another right away, actually, within a short period of time. 
but we don't we don't stop the wastage of our of our energy our mind keeps its old activities going and it keeps its old patterns going and it drains that energy out so to recognize that I don't want to drain my energy under any circumstances means I must know what is draining my energy. Who is draining my energy? How is my own mind and perspective draining my energy? See how big the project is of personal development. Isn't it so? Where is my money going in different directions? All, all such questions are part of this. Yeah. So... That so that jump into into further state is experiential. Where where when once energy is totally conserved, and the body and mind are in total sync and balance, and the interaction with the outside world is mindfully done with a with a uh, with an awareness shield. When all of this is in place. You are ready to go from a totally balanced state into enlightenment. That is a massive jump that, that you cannot take. That, that jump happens by grace. It happens by itself. It's not something that, that a person does not. One can pray to God, which is you know, for that. And that is a blessing of God. But it's not the activity of the human ego. It is something different that happens apart from our normal human ego. Religious language, that's grace. Another word for that could be um, uh, like, like um, how can we say, um, because you're so open. Or, or, what is outside the limited mind comes to us. That's another way of putting it. But that's more abstract, more, more esoteric. You know, if you think that it's God's blessings are there, if God's blessings are truly there, you are more in alignment with with divinity and then again what do we mean by divinity and what is god that's all that's those are further things to really go into but the fact of the matter is that there's a foundation for personal excellence now it doesn't have to be towards god and his religion or that it could be towards further passion in something like physics or chemistry or some academic discipline or or, or something one is really passionate about developing further, the same development can happen that way. It, it just depends on, on, on each person. Everyone's passions or everyone's bliss, you know, everyone's intensity is going to be expressed in their own way. Somebody might, might be mountain climbing. Somebody might be running. Somebody might be uh, running a business. You know, it, it, it varies across the board. But the commonality is that the base is the same. Where energy drainage stops, energy wastage stops, mindful awareness is there, the, the shield of awareness is there. All internal energies are, are conserved. From that highly energetic, very good, stable base, then one can develop what one wants to develop. It's up to each person. Somebody might be interested in studying a particular religious scripture. Somebody might be interested in, in some scientific discoveries or to go aim for a Nobel Prize by doing some more tremendous research. It, to each his own. You know, but, but we cannot... But humanity, most of humanity, is not anywhere near that stage. 
simply because of all the wastage that's happening. That's why this program has been developed this way to stop all of this wastage one person at a time. See, I don't know all the people you know, but I can say this, if Debbie is able to come, come to this stage, let's say within the next month, two months, three months, I don't know, whenever, whenever you come, maybe next year, whatever time it takes, you somehow come to such a state and you maintain that, you are going to impact everybody around you. It, it, is, it, is, it, is, it is going to be a glow that is going to shine on everyone. I would say, um, you know, I would like that as a goal. Yes, exa exactly. That's the whole purpose of what, why, this pro why this is devised. Is because Sachin can only touch so many people as an, as an individual. There are 7.5 billion people on, the, on this planet. Yeah, I mean, how many people do you know? How many people do I know? I mean, we, we know very limited, not even a fraction. Point zero 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 zero. I just we might know three four hundred people at the most. That's all. You know, but but to create a chain reaction of this type, we start with a small group that really has done this, and then they are able to live in that state, and others are also seeing. Wow, you they are they are amazed by what they see, by the presence. And then they also are inspired to take that journey for themselves. You know, that's the goal. <laughs> Miss Debbie, it's a blessing for me. Thank you for doing this. It's a that's the biggest blessing for me that we have opportunity to talk about these things. You know, so. Now this is something that you've just wanted to do. Well, what I did was. I you know I was a counselor and therapist and working in addictions field right. and psychology for right. years and years, okay, right. but because of all the, some of the just legal issues and that client who came all the mess that happened, all of that kind of shut my career I down it just completely stopped what I was doing before, so then I had to find a new way to progress right. further and to devise a new program, so through prayer and meditation all these ideas which I wanted to do anyway before but I couldn't do them thoroughly in the psychotherapy program. It's just not possible to do it that way. It's all symptom management, limited number of sessions, and you close the case. There's nothing you can do, really. There's no long-term follow-up of any kind, and insurance companies don't pay. It becomes a whole money game. So I've tried to take the money aspect out of it as much as possible, just by keeping a $25 per month charge. You know, that's it. You know, charge doesn't go beyond that. And, and by doing it that way, this becomes available for, for everybody. So that, so that they realize that what they're looking for is present within themselves and, can, and they can progress that way. So I had came up with this by putting all my experience completely together in such a way, experience, knowledge, education, 30 years of study and, and working in 15 different agencies, putting it all together, teaching classes on different topics. I put it all together to develop this program and open it up for everyone which is a program of personal development and it all comes back to energy you know so so it has connections with the field of psychology sociology social sciences medical sciences it has connections with all academic disciplines mm -hmm. you know that's a base that's a base upon which these ideas are there mm -hmm. um, and then and then on that basis this goes further and further and further you know so mm -hmm. that's what that, that's what happened and i'm very happy with it i mean it's uh, it's it's a new program, and we do want you know some more people to be part of it certainly. But that will happen naturally because see, yeah. the, see the thing is this is difficult for me to even explain 
in short period of time what this is about until a someone until a person tries it for a month and say okay let me see what this what this is exactly is it a counseling program is it like like a coaching program or is it this or is it that it has aspects of that but it's much more than that mm-hmm. you know yeah it's yeah it's amazing it's wonderful and, and it's applicable most importantly <laughs> yeah i mean it, more important than anything else is the date is their actual application daily and that's how joy opens up you know and maybe maybe the timing was good yes 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 definitely because, i mean yes. you know it's it can be beneficial yeah but well, well, that's the whole point because you know I, I i would have wound up spending the rest of my life just in the counseling field therapy field and never get to this level so i look at whatever happened whatever the difficulties happened it's just a blessing in disguise leave it alone i have some explanations about what happened you know and and that's all without putting anything negative in my mind because i don't want to contaminate my inner space i don't i don't want to want to do that i'm not going to do that you know i have and i have not done that so i've left all that stuff there i give some youtube video explanations if somebody really wants to know what happened and then and then on top of that how do we go forward from here this is the biggest question and that's where this energy and personal excellence program has really come in into place to allow this to happen one person at a time mm-hmm. you know you, you could listen to or i could listen to 100 lectures on personal development from different teachers different ideas so all these ideas sound very good but until we can sit down individually to see what's really going on those ideas remain just that ideas mm-hmm. maybe you take something from it mm-hmm. i mean yeah, you heard and and those lectures are good meditations are good group meditation like dr chetna does all that is good that those are all additional tools but mm-hmm. the individualized work is is like none other because those are supports but what's actually going on in your life like the situation with your daughter i mean how are you going to explain that in a group and and what benefit will you get by explaining that even you cannot go into any depth on that uh, on that you know so so that's where this individualized program is essential uh, all the other things are needed too going to doctors going to meditations going to churches everything is good and then learning how to take what one needs from there to build oneself is what this program is about you know so for example you see dr cheta or whoever you see at, at at trinity as your medical doctor they give you recommendations they tell you to do certain things but it's up to so so my role there is not to prescribe medications my role is to say to you what is the best understanding you have of these meditating of these medications have you had the conversations with your doctors how are they affecting you are you communicating with them are you taking them regularly are you keeping track of all of that that's what that's what my role would be that's the difference between somebody prescribing the medicine and then the actual effects and implementation and everything else that's connected that needs to be looked at carefully mm-hmm. that's what we're trying to do right now again again we haven't talked about your medications and all that but we just talked about relationship right now but 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 that's the whole point sure. you know so you're doing great i mean you're you're making good progress you see how you're identifying where where the where the blockages are mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah Right? Very good. Very good. Okay, so we'll we'll pick it up next week. Sounds good? Okay. So 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 for this week, couple of things to do. One okay. is to keep your attention on the shield. 
develop the awareness shield. Let's just do that only this week. You know, what is meant by that? What is that actually? How does it develop? Let's see if we can do it. You heard me talk about it today. But, but to develop, remember, a shield is for your protection. It doesn't mean you're not interacting. It doesn't mean isolation. It just means protection from, from damaging your power. Just as if we have an armor that we're wearing, and if somebody you know puts a sword or anything, it doesn't doesn't touch. That's why people wear the armors, you know, the knights with the armors and all that, all the different gadgets and everything else that they, and the head helmets and all. Why is that? It's for protection of the body, right? So now an internal energetic shield is to be developed, mm-hmm. and the way you develop that is by, in the present, you recognize, in the present where, disturb, energy disturbance is happening. You reconnect it, take steady breaths, change your perspective of it, don't damage yourself within, and don't allow that situation to penetrate inside. So you do not contaminate the inner space, nor do you think about unnecessarily things that that will cause that cause that damage. Right. Well, that's right. why I think in you know, with Dr. Chetna, yes. you know, speaking about checking in with yes, yourself. Yes, yes, that's what, exactly, exactly. All the techniques yeah. she's showing are just how to do all this thing. Exactly. That, I've, I've often thought like, okay, 8, 10, 12 to check in, but yes. I haven't accomplished that. So I, that's something but, I will work on. It's all about gaining self-mastery. The whole program, Angel Wing, is about that. This is this is the individualized program, basically. That's a, that's a group program. Right? But it's the same thing. It's the same concept, certainly. Sounds good. So do this much this week. Only this one thing. Generate the awareness shield. Okay? See what that means for you. Make some notes on it. Think about it. Put your own reflections on it. And then ask me about it. We'll, we'll go into it and, 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 and see, how, see how we're doing. All right? Sounds good? Okay. Okay, so... In, do you, do you so, want 9.30 or you want 10? Actually, let's do 10 o'clock because I have to take my mom for physical therapy at 8 o'clock. So if... Yeah, yeah okay. so if you, if you can take... If you can do 10 o'clock on Mondays, that'll be good. That's fine. No, we'll just change it to that, all right? Okay, thank you very much and I'll and see... I, I yeah. do need to send you a fee soon. Yes, yes. So, um, has it been a month or so? I guess it's been about a month. I don't know. Let me see. I what, think we've had four... Four sessions, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so, so what I'll do is I'll text you my address and uh, uh, one of the easiest ways of doing this uh, I think uh, I have it yeah yeah, yeah you probably have it one of the easiest ways of doing this is simply to go into your online banking do you use online banking no, no, no? I don't no. okay then so I so I can process it if you give me your debit card I can I can do it that way or you can mail a check I probably mail a check mail a check okay so I'll, so I'll send you my address Okay, and, 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 and I'll text it, uh, text it to you as soon as we're done here, you know, and, and you can just mail a $25 check. That's fine. Okay. Sounds and good? I, I can do more if I want. If you want to, that's fine, but that's, that's fine. <laughs> that's no problem at all. You know, that's fine. All right. Okay. Thank you, Miss Debbie, very much. Uh, and I will t- text you that information. Many, thank many, you. thank you for your time and your good wishes. You know, this has been a real blessing for me and we'll, and, and we'll, we'll keep, keep moving ahead. Good. So, all right. Okay. All right. Take care. Okay. Thank sure. You. Okay. Bye-bye.